0: Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. 087 1400 is the WhatsApp. Now, mother of four, Shalyn meenan and Browse, who's from Derry, sadly passed away last month and she'd previously had gastric sleeve surgery abroad, basically weight loss surgery. And her, her family now want to tell Shannon's story to just warn other people of the possible or even potential risks of having this kind of surgery overseas. Shannon's dad, Shane, and her brother, Conneth, are with me here today. Shane, tell me a little bit about your daughter, Shannon, and what happened.
1: Shannon was actually going to the gym just as a normal girl. And then she ended up taking neuropathy in her feet, which left her that she couldn't go to the gym. So she gained a few pounds in weight and through social media and stuff like that she got the idea of going for a gastric sleeve. And she flew out and basically when she came back from the sleeve she automatically took sick immediately. She couldn't keep no vitamins down, she couldn't keep no nutrition down, she couldn't do nothing, she just everything just kept blowing up. And we tried to get her help here, we couldn't get her help nowhere here, no, no doctors would listen to us at all. About trying to get her help, they were more interested in the neuropathy than they were the gastric sleeve. So as time went on, Shannon got sicker and sicker. She was actually, her teeth actually rotted in her head with the acid from the vomit that was coming up her mouth all the time. And no matter who we asked, eventually we got her in and they gave her a bag of fluid and sent her on her way again. That was all they'd done. And they told us that Shannon was in starvation mode. But they still didn't do nothing about it. So eventually then, they came near the end, and Shannon was in that much pain. We phoned an ambulance, and they took her to the Hospital, where she went in for emergency surgery, where they drained six litres of fluid out of her stomach. Basically, what happened, Shannon had no uh, gallbladder, and she wasn't made aware of. While she was taking painkillers for her neuropathy, it was actually hitting her lover also. So they put Shannon then on life support. Shannon was on life support then for five weeks, and then her organs started to shut down. They put her on kidney dialysis machines and medication to keep her heart going. So we get the phone call. They come over and the kidney dialysis machine and all was all turned off at that time, and they basically told us that there was nothing they could do for Shannon. Shannon was dying, and Shannon passed away at six minutes past nine the same night. She died peacefully just in ICU unit in the there's no aftercare at all out there for anybody who is going for a gastric sleeves, and that goes for fellas and girls. They don't realise the dangers that they look before they jump, because as soon as they jump, there's no help here for them. Once they come back from Turkey or wherever they get it done, there's it, no no aftercare help for them at all.
0: Did Shannon have her surgery in Turkey?
1: Shannon had her, her operation in Turkey. And everything that she signed in Turkey was in Turkey. She didn't understand anything. And she phoned over crying to us that night and saying she was getting very badly treated in the hospital at night time. That the staff couldn't speak no English and wouldn't take them on, wouldn't give them no painkillers and stuff like that. And she couldn't wait to get back home. She thought she was getting back home here to get some sort of help here. But unfortunately, it didn't turn out that way.
0: It was just last month. Was it just last
1: month? Just two weeks ago. Tuesday Tuesday week passed. Just, just oh, I'm about, very uh,
0: sorry, Shane. It's very...
1: Uh, she died the 25th of August.
0: And what age was uh, Shannon?
1: She was uh, 32 on the, the 17th of July and she passed away then on the 25th then of four, August.
0: Four young kids.
1: Four young children: a set of twins, two identical twins, a young boy at five, and an older boy at fourteen. She left behind her.
0: Your your so son Connet is with us as well. Shannon's yeah. brother, Shannon's brother is on the line. Connet. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Connett, I'm very sorry for for your loss and and for yeah, Shannon. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's incredibly raw for for you all at at this stage. Yeah, of course.
2: It's just, it's frustrating by half. I don't believe that people, like psychological wise, they need to be some more awareness in the aftermath also after the surgery, as in how it hits your your mentality too, as in being cut from what foods you can eat. And especially over here, there's nothing over here that actually helps you in that point. There's no warnings, no nothing.
0: Before Shannon went um, to Turkey for the surgery, like was there much, Kenneth? Yeah. Do you know conversations yeah. or.
2: Shannon, before Shannon went for the surgery, when Shannon was young, she always was, as a lot of women are, weary of their weight, as, as well as men. Um, but Shannon was a lot more, you know, she was always looking in the mirror, and nobody's feeling happy about herself. Then she went to training. Um, Shannon also had a bad chest, she had bad lungs. So she used to take steroids for her chest, which also you know, put, on, put on more weight, if you understand me. Mm. Um, which, made her, so, which obviously made it worse, escalated it more, where she wanted to or more, push more towards that. Um, and the front edge, Shannon looked at the best part. She, as a lot of people do, think it's the best thing to do. But I don't think that she realized the actual dangers, as it wasn't well-warned. Everybody was saying, what, what's the positive? But nobody was actually really looking at the negative side of what really could happen. And, um, like, even after, before Shannon got up, Shannon suffered a lot with, like, depression. She was always happy. but She always had her, obviously, her, her battles, too, you know, with depression and things. Um, but she was always doubly happy straight after the surgery. She just, she was, like, a completely different person. She just wasn't happy, wouldn't go outside. And then especially then, she started, I remember telling, like, me and my mommy, like, she used to, like, think that, her, like, in her mentality, she believed that, even a smell of food, or even tasted it, tasted like a perfume, like a different flavour, yeah. like her taste buds was completely gone. Um, and that all came from that sleeve and her mentality waste. that she thought that everything was different and changed. And even I remember crying, saying that she's going to get better, but of course she couldn't have. She didn't realise the effects inside her body, what it was doing.
0: And how long after the surgery, Kenneth, how long was she in Turkey before she returned home?
2: She wasn't in Turkey for that long. She was in Turkey for, pff, say, a few days, a week at least, which she was in Turkey for.
0: And when when she came back home, Shane, when Shannon got back home, I mean, w- was she back in touch with the clinic in, in Turkey to tell them about how much yeah. pain she was in?
1: Yeah, yeah she, she did try to get in right. contact them, but they didn't, uh, they didn't really want to know. No, nothing, there was no, there was no sort of help, no nothing. It's more or less, he got it done. It's done. That's just the way it was.
0: And w- when when Shannon went into hospital in Altnagelvin, um, the time when you called the ambulance for her, Shane, and, and she went yep. in, and doctors, you know, obviously tried everything they could for her. Did they explain to you what she passed away from or what she died of?
1: Gastric sleeve, um, malnutrition due to gastric sleeve, like starvation due to gastric sleeve. That was, that's what's on our death topic
0: So you want to highlight this to other people that might be considering, oh, I suppose, I... or be aware?
1: Yeah, you're taking your life in your own hands. That's what you're doing. Basically, you're taking your life in your own hands, going to get it done. People can see it. everything's broadcast, all the good parts of it, but nothing's broadcast, all the bad parts of it. How do you go and get help? Like There's not a hub open to anywhere. They help people, an advice centre, anything for anybody who goes to get them things done. Basically what it is here is is you go for it, you went for it yourself, you done the damage, you love it. That's basically what it is here, back here. They don't want to know
0: you. How how were the kids dealing with this, Kenneth?
2: The kids, Tiernan, the the oldest boy Tiernan, he's 14. He's absolutely heartbroken. He hasn't left, hasn't stopped, hasn't stayed in my mommy's since the funeral in the week, hasn't left the room. And the only thing that sticks in my mind is Tana's fourteen and when Shannon was passing, I've never heard a boy cry as much as when it actually happened. And they shouldn't never have had it they shouldn't never had a experience that especially so young and Shannon was so young. The two the, the youngest three, Dawn, Dara, Noah Dawn and Dara, like for yesterday, for instance, they're more they're younger, so they're not they don't understand as much. But also, of course, like they think Shannon's an angel, she's in the sky with wings. The youngest, very youngest boy, I think he he doesn't know as much. He's
0: trying to understand. Because he's so young.
2: Yeah. But the twins, Dawn and Dara, they are heartbroken. You can see them they're lost. They were Shannon's second flat, but they never left their side. Um, but for the eldest boy, he's completely heartbroken. It doesn't I don't I don't it doesn't know what to do with him hasn't left the room. Sits It's quiet as it is. And it's even more quiet now. And the effects alone and the family alone. It's devastating well, now because it. also Shane lost her life, but for them to grow up without a mall now it's it unpacked them in the long term too, also.
0: It's a huge loss, Connet, for you and, and, and for your dad, Shane, for yourself as well. It's it's an awful that's tragedy.
1: That's I just
2: believe that there should be a lot... It shouldn't be that easy to go and just jump on a flight and somebody to give you a sleeve like that. There should be a lot more procedures put in place and a lot more harder to be able to get things like that. No, you can't just... Mm. I don't believe that it should be right, that people just okay. jump on and just get it done. There should be a lot more different procedures put in place and people should be more aware on exactly what really could happen.
0: Shane, how are you... With all torn this.
1: apart, just torn apart. Just uh, totally lost so The whole family's the same, the life's the same, totally lost, totally heartbroken. We're just, after this call, now, uh, that's where we're heading again, back over to the cemetery again, over their our gravesite again. We've been over at it every day and every night since she's been buried. It's just, that's all we want to do is make people aware of the pitfalls of this year, make sure it never happens again to anybody else
0: well look Shane I, I I appreciate yourself and and Connith both you know talking to us today and telling your story I know it's ex- extremely raw for you both um just really yeah. you know two weeks on but I, I I know you were keen to to highlight this you know to people but look look after yourselves and and, and thank you for sharing your story with us today thank
2: you very much you. for having us
0: no, not, not, not at all. I know there were. Was it only last month? Maybe here, um, there was a group of doctors or medics. that were looking basically for a creation of a registry, like a national register of patients who had undergone weight loss surgery abroad. So, I suppose we'll wait and see if that uh, if that does come into effect. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk.